Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Real Life. I'm Lisa, and today we are going to be talking about another personality disorder. This is the third in a series of personality disorders. We are going to be talking about Narcissistic Personality Disorder, or NPD. This podcast is not intended to replace therapy, counseling, or seeing a psychiatrist. All information is researched and opinions are my own. I am an inpatient mental health registered nurse and professional content developer. So what is narcissistic personality disorder? We've heard people just throw around uh, the word, this person is a narcissist. But do, do we really know what a narcissist is and the traits of narcissistic personality disorder? Well, the hallmarks of narcissistic personality disorder, which throughout this podcast, I'm just going to refer to it as NPD, uh, are grandiosity, a lack of empathy for other people, and a need for admiration. Uh, People with this condition are frequently described as arrogant, self-centered, manipulative, and demanding. They may also have grandiose fantasies and may be convinced that they deserve special treatment. These characteristics typically begin, oh, in early adulthood and must be consistently evident in multiple contexts, such as at work and in relationships. People with NPD often try to associate with other people they believe are unique or gifted in some way, which can enhance their own self-esteem. They tend to seek excessive admiration and attention and have difficulty tolerating criticism or even defeat. Although NPD is a difficult disorder to treat, Therapy can help those with the condition develop their sense of self and their relationships. NPD refers to the diagnosable mental disorder, while the term narcissism is a trait that ranges in degree from person to person. So, symptoms. Individuals with NPD... According to the DSM-5, which is, if you will, the Bible of mental health, uh, they exhibit or must exhibit five or more of the following, which are present by early adulthood and across contexts. First of all, a grandiose sense of self-importance. Uh, then preoccupation with fantasies of unlimited success, power, brilliance, beauty, or ideal love. Also, belief that one is special and can only be understood by 
or associate with special people or institutions. A need for excessive admiration. That is another hallmark. Uh, A sense of entitlement to special treatment. Then exploitation of others which leads into a lack of empathy. Then they also have envy of others or the belief that one is the object of envy. And in the last thing as far as symptoms, arrogant, haughty. And they also have attitudes. Individuals with NPD can be easily stung by criticism or defeat and may react with disdain or even anger. But social withdrawal or the false appearance of humility may also follow, according to the DSM-5. A sense of Entitlement, disregard for other people, and other aspects of NPD can damage relationships. While a person with NPD may be a high achiever, the personality disorder can also have a negative impact on performance due to, for instance, uh, one's sensitivity to criticism. Researchers have reported associations between NPD and high rates of substance abuse, mood, and anxiety disorders. These may be attributable to characteristics such as impulsivity and the increased experience of shame in people with NPD. The presence of narcissistic traits in adolescents does not necessarily imply that a person will have NPD as an adult. Now, we want to also consider what are the different types of narcissism. There are two types of narcissism, grandiose, or what we call overt, and vulnerable, or covert. Grandiose narcissism is marked by extroversion, self-confidence, attention-seeking, and aggression. Vulnerable narcissism is characterized by introversion, high sensitivity, negative emotions, and a need for constant recognition and also reassurance. A unifying theme of all forms of narcissistic personality disorder is self-enhancement, the belief that, oh, one's thoughts and actions set them apart from others. Now, another thing we want to, to really ask is, at what point does narcissism become a disorder? The term narcissist has become culturally entrenched, and the label is sometimes overused. We we tend to throw around, as I said in the beginning of this podcast, the word narcissist. He or she is a narcissist. 
again, it's it's just become culturally entrenched and the label is sometimes overused. The trait occurs on a spectrum and it's healthy for people to have a small dose of narcissism. Yes, it is healthy for people to have a small dose of narcissism. Narcissism only becomes a disorder when it impairs a person's daily life through their relationships, their sense of self, uh, occupation, or legal standing. Now, going back to it's healthy for people to have a smaller dose of narcissism, it provides confidence to forge relationships, also explore life, and to take risks. So that that's the healthy end of it. Now, as far as which mental disorders tend to occur, co-occur with narcissistic personality disorder, antisocial personality disorder, paranoid personality disorder, and substance use disorders tend to overlap more frequently with grandiose narcissism while depression, anxiety, and self-harm tend to co-occur with vulnerable narcissism. Uh, However, not everyone with narcissistic personality disorder has other conditions. So let's examine the causes of NPD. The causes are not yet well understood, But biological and environmental factors both play a role. In addition to the genetic roots of the the disorder, research suggests that early experiences such as parenting styles and social and cultural environments also influence the course of the disorder. For example, narcissism is higher among individualistic cultures than collective ones, and competitive environments like New York more than non-competitive environments like Iowa. I love New York, and I love Iowa. So I'm not uh, trying to be uh, negative about any particular state. In terms of parenting, focusing intensely on competition and success can breed narcissism, while warmth, affection, and expecting children to simply try their best can foster healthy development. How common is narcissistic personality disorder? The prevalence of narcissistic personality disorder is estimated to be between one in five percent research suggests. The disorder manifests more frequently among men and among younger people. Another thing that I wondered, has narcissism increased over time? There's debate as to whether narcissism as a trait or disorder has increased over time. Some research suggests that the disorder has remained stable while the trait has risen, but cross-generational comparisons 
may not be reliable. Technology, society, and social norms have all changed. So there you go about that. On an individual level, research shows that people are generally more narcissistic when they're younger, in adolescence and young adulthood, and that they become less narcissistic as they get older. When does narcissism develop? Well, some research suggests that narcissistic traits begin to emerge around age eight as children are developing their sense of self. However, the identity may still be forming and displaying signs of narcissism in adolescence doesn't necessarily signal the, the development of a personality disorder, according to the DSM-5. Let's look at some treatment. Treatment for, for NPD can be challenging because people with this condition have a great deal of grandiosity and defensiveness, which makes it difficult for them to acknowledge problems and vulnerabilities. Even though change is difficult, it's not impossible. A key is to find a therapist who is trained to work with patients who have narcissistic personality disorder. Therapy can help people with NPD learn to relate to themselves and others in a more compassionate way by exploring their experience, developing the therapeutic relationship, and continually focusing patients on relationships, community, and connection. Narcissists can develop, if all that's done, narcissists can develop a healthier sense of self and with it, healthier relationships with others. How does therapy treat narcissistic personality disorder? Successful therapy for narcissistic personality disorder includes a series of steps, including helping patients to find relief from immediate distress recognize unhealthy coping mechanisms, and develop new coping skills, and then unpack childhood experiences, learn to empathize with themselves, and then eventually learn to empathize with others and live an authentic life. So narcissism is very difficult to treat, but with successful therapy, with a therapist, who knows how to treat NPD relief can be found and the patient can become who they're truly meant to be. This is real life.
I'm Lisa. Stay well.